Hello, and welcome to the Inovi Conversation. My name is Steve Waltz. And I'm Jeff Pergulski. And we're excited about our episode here today, Jeff. Jeff, we have another member of our leadership team we're about ready to drill, I mean, have a conversation with. (laughs) (laughs) And who is that, Steve? That is Chad Williams, our Director of Operations. And didn't, didn't you work with Chad like a long, long time ago? Didn't I? Um, no, um, I've never worked with Chad before. I'm just kidding. The, uh, I think actually Chad has been here longer, though. I'm, uh, I've been here, I think, going on 11 years. Um, okay. Chad's been here even, uh, even longer than we have. So, uh, hey, I will let you start peppering him with questions. Well, Chad, welcome to the uh, podcast. We're glad. Well, to thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Great to be with you guys tonight, or this afternoon, I should say. And Jeff, can you remember if he worked with you? So obviously, you made an impression on Jeff at any time <laughs> in his career. <laughs> Jeff was on the other side, the the tech practice. That's that right. <laughs> yeah, Steve Jeff always was... makes fun of me about that. So. <laughs> No, I know. We always talk about that. He has 17 Microsoft certifications, which is 17 more than I have. But that's another <laughs> that's, that's another podcast. So, well, Chad, but welcome. And you know, he, Thank you. he said you've been here for what 47 years. It sounded like. So, how did you end up here in Novia? Oh, let's see. So, I'll try to give you the uh, not too long version because I have probably taken the better part of a half hour telling the story before. So uh, so I grew up northwest of Milwaukee, uh, Richfield, Hubertus area, Germantown, if for those that are familiar with that area. Uh, went to school, uh, went to college at uh, Milwaukee School of Engineering for computer engineering. And um, so down, downtown Milwaukee. And uh, so for those that know me, I am not a city person. Uh, I live in central Wisconsin. And uh, so, you know, as I was going through college, I, I knew one thing was for sure. Uh, I was going to want to get a job, um, you know, somewhere out of the big city because that's just who I am. Um, so growing up, uh, my family actually had lake property uh, near Wapaka where Inovia was founded, uh, just south of here. And um, my parents also had an interest in opening a restaurant back then. And so they, uh, as I was finishing college, they were opening a restaurant here in Wapaka. And uh, so I was up here a lot, uh, helping them getting that going. And at some point, my my dad had pointed out to me uh, this company in town called ABC Computers. And I kind of at first thought, hmm, okay, that sounds interesting, but I'm not sure. Um, so anyways, to keep this short, the story uh, brief, uh, I ended up uh, stopping in one day and uh, met Donovan, and uh, that was, uh, well, almost 16 years ago to the day. Um, so I uh, started as a developer and uh, had a lot of different roles over the years and uh, leading the dev team and project teams, uh, project management, uh, been doing a lot of uh, the beginning of the year and uh, am uh Leading all of our teams as our COO now. So, uh, that's awesome. I I never knew the story. So your dad encouraged you to stop by. Yeah, he uh, he he saw it, and I uh, to be honest, I was uh, like, eh, I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, I think I so I had another mutual friend. I think that uh, had uh, known Donovan. I think worked with him. Uh, before so you know just ended up hearing a little bit more about what was going on over there and so yeah stopped in and and the the rest is history now they can't get rid of me 
<laughs> you know that well, actually that certainly you have to have Donovan on um, one because I think for all of the uh, the history of ABC and Anovia um, that would you know Chad you said that your um, you know, your first pass at like your dad saying, well, hey, there's this place called ABC Computers. Um, and you were like, no, no. Nah. I mean, to be honest, that was sort of my experience when I was looking for a, a, a place to start my IT career. And I'm like, ABC, that sounds so generic. And and I've heard people like I, I never have heard from Donovan directly. I don't know why in the last 11 years I've never asked. But I've heard people say, oh, yeah, he named it ABC because he wanted to be first in the yellow pages. And he named it ABC because it stood for agribusiness computing. I've heard all these different stories, so definitely we have to get Donovan on one of these episodes <laughs> and, and clear that up. Yeah, yeah, that story. So I was part of our rebranding uh, and renaming efforts, whatever that was, five, seven years ago. And uh, <laughs> my uh, my story came in uh, into play in those discussions because, yeah, we've that that was kind of the uh, what we had heard from a lot of folks. Right. Well, that's that's good stuff. And so you kind of worked your way, as you said, to a developer, to the director of operations. So t t tell our listeners what what that is and what you're what you're really about your role, I guess. Sure. Um, so, you know, ultimately, as I look at my role, my, you know, my responsibility is is really to to help help our team, you know, do the absolute best for our customers. Um, so as, as many folks may know, we have four teams, uh, that deliver our projects and our services and, and support. And so you, you, most of my day is, is really working fairly closely with those, with the leads, um, you know, and just really helping, helping them in whatever comes up. Um, you know, I, I wish I could say that every day was really scripted, but it's not. <laughs> and I think that's what I, what I enjoy about it. Every day there's, there's a new challenge. There's different things that come up, um, you know, during the, during the course of our projects uh, being as big as they are. There's a lot of different things that can come up and a lot of things we got to work through. Um, but, you know, it's great to to get to work with such a great team. And, and that's why I'm, you know, I'm still here. Um, Steve, you always you always say you get to you have the great job of getting to sell, uh, you know, this great team. And. I have the, you know, the great uh, responsibility and, and honor to, to just help lead and, and work with these these folks that are all very, very good at what they do. That's a great way of putting it. And, you know, I haven't really told our listeners when people ask me what, what I do, I say I have the greatest job in the company. I get to sell the talent here at Anovia. And, and you know, it's not just the talent, it's the culture, kind of, uh, you know, like Chad hopping on a call like this and, you know, he manages the team and I, and I, and you know Holly, our direct, our lead, our, our lead uh, in support, you know, calls her department the emergency room, right? So, and some days emergency room's not busy, and some days it's busy. And and Chad is, they all report to Chad, so all his days are normally busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even the days where I don't have meetings booked, uh, the time you know gets filled very fast as you go through the day. Yeah, so like I guess on that note, uh, and Jeff maybe can add on to like maybe like a snapshot of your day. Like, what would be a typical day in the director of operations here at Anovia Consulting? Well, uh, so usually in the mornings, uh, if I don't have uh, you know obligations right away in the morning, I you know on a, the ideal day, I get to kind of look in and check in on things. So check how 
how uh, everything went the day before, you know, how does our support tickets, how does our, our backlog look there, how are we doing on our projects, you know, just to be able to kind of get a snapshot of, of where everything's at. Uh, it doesn't happen every day because, as we all know, you, you, you get in in the morning, you sign in, check email, and, uh, and you go from there. So um, our teams uh, meet every morning. Uh, for the most part, every morning, uh, every team's got a little slightly different cadence, but we have daily, scruddle, or daily huddle or scrum calls. Uh, that our teams have, um, so I don't I, I don't lead those. The the team leads lead lead those, but I like to get on those uh, as much as I can uh, every morning, uh, just to hear everybody's update, how they're doing, uh, what the team's struggling with, and 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 those types of things. Um, you know, the as the day moves on, like I said earlier, there's just you know there's always something else uh, you know that we need to to address or or look into. Um, you know, unfortunately, a lot of times I hear about the things that maybe aren't going the way we want them to go. But, uh, you know, those are generally the things that need attention or uh, or where they're struggling. Um, you know, a day when I can spend a little bit of time digging into things is, is always fun. Um, you know, as I said, coming from a development side, I still like to get my hands uh, into it. And uh, so, you know, every once in a while I get the opportunity to actually work on something or, or work side by side with somebody to help them through something um, I know we were recently working through a rather challenging modification for a customer and, and spent a number of hours on the phone uh, with one of our developers, just, you know, kind of have two eyes on it and, and just working through it and, and trying to come up with al other alternatives. Because at the end of the day, I'm, I still love to solve problems, and that's really what I, I get to do, you know, uh, whether I'm, you know, I might not be writing code today, but... Uh, there's always, uh, you know, something, you know, that we're trying to, to work through and, and get over. So, um, and, you know, I love to talk to our customers. I don't get to do that as much as I, I want to, but I, I, that is something that is important to me. And I am, um, you know, looking, I will be working to do more of and, uh, and even getting out on site to, to meet more of our, our customers face-to-face. Uh, -face. Very cool. Awesome. Hey, I've got a, I've got a, um, a, a very deep thought-provoking question for Chad. Um, <laughs> and he laughs because it's coming from me. But, um, but it can't be actually, too deep. It is Friday afternoon. So. Oh, that's that's true. Okay, so so my question is that, like, seeing as you started as a developer, and I assume you still, you know, consider yourself a developer at heart. Um, what's your opinion of all the changes to to Nav um, Business Central? Um, to the application from a development perspective, and you know, I you know, we both attended the Biz App Summit. We heard that low code, no code. Like, how do you feel um, about where the application is going, and what do you think that means for um, our customers, the end users of it? Is it a sure. good thing or is it a bad thing? I think absolutely a good thing. Um, so, so I said earlier, you know, one of the things that's kept me uh, here for so long was the people. The other thing is the technology, because um, that's what I, you know, I get excited about that as well. And, uh, you know, I look back to um, the early days of our, so we have a, a, a customer, or excuse me, a partner conference called the Directions, and uh, that started, I think this was the 10th year. Uh, but I remember back in the very first year or two of that conference, uh, you know, when Microsoft was really first starting 
excuse me, starting to talk about uh, the changes that were coming. And this is pre-2009 version, pre-RTC. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of folks that were, oh, man, what's happening? Our world is changing. And, you know, from my standpoint, I, I got excited about it. So uh, when the RTC and everything came out now 10 years ago, uh, that was really cool. And it was like getting, you know, I had a box, a toolbox, and uh, it was like getting some new tools, new modern tools. And uh, so with Business Central and the modern development environment, everything that's come out in the last uh, two, three years here now, it's uh, it's not just getting, you know, a new wrench, a new screwdriver. It's like getting a whole new tool you've never heard of, a new, you know, it's like if you'd never seen a cordless drill and you always had just a screwdriver. Um, so it, it's, it's really been, uh, neat to see from a, from a developer side, because from our standpoint, we finally got some of these tools that have been around really in, in the software development world for quite a while. Um, but now being adapted to nav and to be able to work, uh, with Visual Studio Code, uh, in these, uh, in the AL language, which, uh, it just it just makes everything uh, better. So now, what does this do for a customer? Uh, you know, I think it does a couple of things. I mean, you, anytime you have a new tool, you can always work more efficiently. You can do things you could never do before. Um, you know, the low code, no code idea. So on from a development side, you know, on one side, I might be like, oh, hey, you know, there's going to be no code for developers to write, but there's always code. And so what I see it is is it's a bigger building block to start working with. Um, so for a customer, they're not paying uh, for development hours to do, to build kind of this foundation. Uh, the foundation's already there. So if you're gonna build a house, you know, it's almost like the foundation's all laid, it's all prepped, it's ready to go, you can just start building your house on it uh, rather than having to, to go through all of that. So I think from a from a customer side, it just allows them to do even more with technology, and and leverage things because you know there's just more room to do things because less budget, less of the customer's budget is used building these trivial building blocks that you, you know, that now Microsoft is providing. So the things you can do with Power Apps and uh, and, and even Flow. Uh, you know, it just it just it gives a, a whole different starting point. It's it's like having a you know a handicap or an you know an advantage. Uh, you know, getting to start at the twenty yard line and everybody else is starting at the uh, um, coming out of the end zone. So it's uh, it's cool and I and I enjoy it. Um, you know, the, to see the new things coming, I can tell you from our developers side of things, uh, we we. About, well, we've probably been done with it for a few months, but we took all of our developers through a curriculum and training uh, program on AL and VS Code and everything and extensions. And um, as they went through that and as they started to get into it, with, as soon as they went back to the old stuff, they're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, so it really is something that once from a development side, once you get in there, you really don't want to go back to the old uh, the old way of doing it. So, um, I, you know, it's, I, I think it provides a lot of, uh, advantage to, to us and, and ultimately then what we can do for our customers. Awesome. That's, uh, 
I'm going to give that answer a score of nine out of 10. And the only thing that could have made it better is if you would have mentioned me and how awesome I am in some way. <laughs> or that. it also would have been acceptable for you to put down Steve. Either one of those would have helped. <laughs> All right, Steve, are you, you're up. Do you have any other questions for Chad? I, I think that was a, a great description, Chad, because the, you know, the code is changing and, you know, one of the neat things is when I talk with our customers or prospective customers is that the whole channel, you know, when Microsoft was talking about this D365 a couple of years ago, it seemed like a lot of the partners really didn't heed the message, and we kind of did. And then, you know, now with it being BC and where it's going and the fact that you're taking our resources and investing in them being trained on it, I think that's 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 a really good thing because I don't, I, I don't know about you, but do you – I think a lot of the partners are kind of behind the eight ball on that. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, I know there are, I'm sure there are others that are, you know, have done the same things. But, yeah, I mean, based on conversation at our partner conferences and, and different events that we go to, uh, there is, a, a you know, quite a few folks. I, I do think they have made, you know, some really good ground over the last year, Um but I, you know, I think there's there's some folks that are a little, little reluctant, and I see it too. In you know, when I do interviews and when I'm talking to folks, uh, as we're looking to hire, you know, and seeing what skill sets are out there, uh, you know, there's not as many people that have actually had the opportunity to work with this. And at Anovia, we we had you know we had a customer that was ready to go, and we're starting uh, on that before BC was even released last uh, was last April April of eighteen. So, um, you know that's technology is great, but if you don't adapt it, uh, you know it can't provide you any benefits. So another great thing about Anovia, and and so the technology is great, but if we didn't you know if we didn't jump on board with these things and get in early you know, that would, wouldn't necessarily quench my thirst either. So we have done that over the years by jumping in on these things and, and being, you know, kind of on the front edge sometimes. And, yeah, there's risk, you know, Microsoft delays and or, or different things happen. But, um, it uh, you know, just uh, the, the sooner we can get into these things, uh, the, the sooner we can start to help our customers with it. And, and in this business, things are going to change. Everything we knew and did before is going to change. It's technology, uh, you know, just as fast as your cell phone has changed year to year and, and everything else. Uh, so does, uh, the software. Yeah. That's, I, and for us being on the engagement team, you know, that goes a long way when we talk with our customers, because it's, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, we're kind of in a break fix type of world. And when we're talking about the future, and trying to bring solutions and where the Microsoft is going. I mean, to, to have us invest in our in our in our people, you know, uh, where they could be doing billable type engagements, but reinvesting in them so that you know we're ready for this. I, I, I think that's uh, that's that's strong. So, kudos to you and your team on that. But so, do you have any questions for Jeff or I about our podcast and what we do here? Edenovia. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hadn't say thought no. of that, but now that you're bringing it, what would you say you do here? Yeah. So, see, Alan, Alan listens to these. Actually, he's one of our 14 listeners. So I just like you know poking at the bear there on occasion. But anyway, uh, um, but yeah, that, yeah, yeah, I haven't figured that out yet. I've been doing it for four years, and when I figure it out, I, you'll be the first one. I'll let you know. 
Wait, now I have a I have a question um, that's completely related to uh, to almost nothing that you've spoken about so far. So, so Steve, remind Steve, you went to Ball State, right? B- basketball State. Basketball State. Okay, and and so Chad's an MSOE guy. Um, I'm a I'm a Bucky Badger. So my question to you two is, who would win in a fight between your two school mascots? Um, first of all, do you know um, do you know who your school mascot is, Steve? Well, you know, it's kind of hard for me to say it being a Cubs fan, right? Because it's it's Charlie Cardinal, chirp chirp. So okay, all right. And what about what about you, Chad? Do you know who uh, your MSOE mascot is? You made me have to think there for a second, but if I, I am pretty sure it's a Raider. So it, it is. So it's it's Roscoe the Raider. So yeah, yeah, Roscoe Rasco the Raider. Yeah, yeah. So in that fight, I'm going to say that Roscoe the Raider could beat Charlie Cardinal just based on their uh, <laughs> the fact that that Roscoe the Raider has a beard, so he looks more intimidating to me. So anytime the Cardinals lose, I'm good with that. Probably Chad is too, I'd assume, right, Chad? Oh, yeah, I'll take it any day. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. It's baseball season. We should be. So, uh... but, uh, so Jeff, real quick before I forget. Yes. Um, so no one ever emailed the go the boiler up for the backpack. So what we're going to do is we're going to double up. Okay. Ooh, all right. So Chad is a diehard Packers fan. And so, Chad, what we have done is we've had our listeners email us uh, the answer to a trivia question or a statement. So I think we're going to give the Anovia backpack, and maybe what else should we give, Chad? A pen, an umbrella. What else we got uh, that's got Anovia on it? Coffee mug. So we'll do a two-for-one. If they can, the first person that emails Chad, go, Pat, go. How about that? <laughs> that must that's all you got to put. It's cwilliams at anovia.com. Yep. And I'm sure I'm sure Chad and you'll probably get a nice response back from Chad on that, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'll take a go pack go or a go brewers, either one this time of year. Oh, there you go, either one. So if they send you both, they're gonna be, our listeners are sharp, right? Except the ones that you <laughs> <back>. <laughs> they're gonna want they're gonna want another thing. So if you mail either or um, Chad will reach out to Jeff and I and we'll make sure Angie gets uh, that shipped out to you. Uh, for listening. So we're, Chad, we're excited. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join us on our, our podcast. And uh, so let me ask you this. How many have you listened to? None. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff. I tell you what. I think, You're uh, killing me, Small. So now he's going to get his wife to listen. So we gotta, we're got we going to have another listener, right, on, for this one That's at least. That's right. Yeah. And speaking of listening to this podcast, um, I think it's always uh, it's always good to remind our listeners to uh, share the love and to um, w- do you know Steve the different uh, um, methods that they can consume this podcast on? Certainly, they can subscribe to it via um, their favorite podcast app. I use Stitcher, um, but it's also available, I think, in the Google Play Store and in uh, iTunes. Is that correct? So that's correct. So you can actually go to Anovia.com if you wanted to and listen to it there under, uh, I think it's under resources. Uh, But we also, uh, if you have an iPhone, it's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. If you have Google, it's on Play Music. Uh, TuneIn is another one. And and like you said, Stitcher. So Tim, our marketing guru, has it on five podcast platforms. So that's kudos to Tim for doing that. And and from what I heard, we are gaining steam. You know, maybe we're past the double digits, and maybe by the end of the year, we can even hit triple digits. So, a, a guy can dream, can he, Steve? That's that's right. That's if I've been in sales for thirty years. I'm a dreamer. <laughs> <laughs>
right. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, uh, anything else? We've uh, we've used up uh, we've used up a lot of Chad's time. We appreciate him uh, joining us and sharing a little bit about um, his corner of Enovia. Thank you, Chad. Um, anything Thank else? You for having me. Yeah, Chad, glad to have you. And you can actually, uh, we gave you Chad's email address. If you go on to uh, the Inovia website, um, Chad has done some uh, webinars for us also. You can check that out under resources, under past webinars. Uh, he does a couple a year, I think, Chad, for us. Um, members of you and your team are very uh, sharing of, of your knowledge, and we appreciate that on that. So you can find us on our website. We're also on Twitter. And we're even on Facebook. So uh, thanks for joining, and we'll catch everybody next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Goodbye.